It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Friday, November 17th, 2023. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. Questions were posed, but not answered, in a well-attended listening session on the future of home health care in Sitka. The Southeast Alaska Regional Health Consortium closed its home health department on September 30th, leaving many caregivers and patients unsure about the consistency of in-home services in its absence. Search has said nothing will change, but no one from the consortium was present to address concerns. KCAW's Meredith Reddick reports. Hosted by the Sitka Women's Club, the listening session brought about 150 people to Centennial Hall to share stories about their experiences with home health care in Sitka and their questions about what comes next. Carolyn Fredrickson, a founding member of the Sitka Cancer Survivors Society, said home health services were invaluable when she was wheelchair-bound last year. Without home health coming to my home, I would have had to go to long-term care or be out of Sitka for the year. Um, I can't thank them enough for taking such wonderful care of me. Um, They helped me with my morale, with my well-being, and I looked forward to having them come into the home three times a week. Many others echoed sentiments of gratitude for the home health services offered in Sitka until the Southeast Alaska Regional Health Consortium, or SEARCH, announced the program would close at the end of September. Search has maintained that the shift is largely administrative. In an August interview with KCAW, Search Chief Medical Officer Elliot Brule said federal regulations made operating the home health department, quote, challenging and inefficient, but that patients would continue to receive identical services. I would kind of describe it like building a international airport in a location where what you really need is, you know, an airstrip. Many Sitkins, though, still have questions. Dr. Marilyn Caruzzi, a retired physician who practiced in Sitka for 15 years, wanted details. How can it be the same if we hear one nurse is available where we had three? How is it going to be um, the same without much more support and commitment by search? How is it going to be the same? Give me the details if somebody's dying at home. Who is going to pronounce the patient? Who is going to do the doctor's orders for pain management? Search representatives were invited to attend the event, but declined by email. They also asked that flyers publicizing the event on Sitka's Search campus be removed. Karutsi and several other speakers said they were disappointed Search did not attend. I'm terribly disappointed that uh, Search declined to be here. Usually when I make a decision, I feel good about it, and I want to explain to those who don't understand how I came to it. Um, I do have specific questions from Search beyond their recurring ad that says it's all going to be the same. Some speakers said they were interested in pursuing other avenues to share their concerns, including attending a search board meeting, writing a letter to the Sitka Assembly, and contacting U.S. Senator Lisa Murkowski. Community member Lyndall Waller suggested responding to Search's newspaper ads, which say, quote, There has not been any reduction or gap in Search's home-based services, with another ad. Perhaps since Search likes to uh, communicate with their ads, why don't we take out an ad? Would that be a good way to communicate with search? Half page, full page in the paper with bullet points? 
<laughs> Organizers said they were pleased with attendance at the event and that questions and comments will be compiled and sent to search. Search did not respond to requests for comment by phone or email by press time Thursday. In Sitka, I'm Meredith Reddick. Those who weren't able to attend can submit comments by email to sitkawomansclub at gmail.com. A father and son who are part owners of a Petersburg fishing lodge were charged Tuesday by the state of Alaska with over 50 violations of state fishing laws. Walter Payne, age 74, and Michael Payne, age 50, are also the operators of Rocky Point Resort, along with other family and staff. Michael is facing 42 charges and Walter is facing 13 charges for violations in the summer of 2020. All of the charges are misdemeanors involving illegal fishing for halibut. Halibut is strictly regulated with a limited quota for commercial and sports fishermen, and the harvests must be documented. State and federal officers were involved in the investigations. The officers say the two men helped their clients take too many halibut and did not accurately document the halibut that was caught. Many of the charges stem from guided angler fish halibut. Gaff fish are halibut quota that is sold by commercial fishermen to guided sports fishermen through a federal catch-sharing program. The charges follow over 50 similar counts charged in May against four fishing guides at the lodge. Summons for both panes were issued on Wednesday. Their arraignment is set for December 4th at the Petersburg Courthouse. Michael Payne, when reached by phone Thursday, said he hadn't seen the charges yet. Walter Payne could not be reached. The state's prosecuting attorney is Ronald Dupuy with the Office of Special Prosecutions in Anchorage. As most of Anchorage hunkers down at home from the deep snow and cold, hundreds are still without shelter, and some of those struggling to find their way are teenagers. Covenant House hopes its candlelight vigil Thursday will raise awareness about this vulnerable group of young people. KNBA's Rhonda McBride sat down with one woman who knows firsthand that life on the street is a battle to stay alive. It was a cold November night when Rena Lealai decided to leave her abusive family in Mountain View. There was snow on the ground, yet she left with only the clothes she had on, a pair of shorts, long socks, and a heavy sweater. As cold as it was, I didn't stop walking because walking was the only thing that was keeping me warm. Rena was only 17, and as exhausted as she was from the constant threat of violence at home, she couldn't sleep as she shivered under a tree in Anchorage's town square. Sitting there in that almost dry spot, my shorts getting wet. I'm getting even more cold because my feet's already cold. So I was just like, I could die from hypothermia. Rena said she hugged herself against the tree. And I was praying. I was praying real hard. I was just like, I don't know what I need right now but I need something. That something turned out to be an elderly native man. But when he approached her, she wasn't so sure. Although he had a nice black leather coat, she could tell he was homeless. His face and hands looked rough and red, like he had been out in the cold for hours. And I'm not gonna lie to you, that kind of weather you just don't go strolling in for a couple hours. The man asked her her age and clicked his tongue and said she shouldn't be out alone at that hour and said he would take her to Covenant House. Somehow that, that walk, it was just like hope was there. And that was enough to keep me following this 
sketchy man <laughs> wherever he's going. When they arrived at Covenant House, he shooed her through the door. And later when she turned around to look for him, he was gone. I'm still trying to find that man. If I do that and I find the man that, that led me here, I would cry. I would thank him a million times. I would have coffee with him. I would pay for anything. I just want to find that man. Like he was my angel. That was a pivotal moment. Rena stayed at Covenant House for about three months. At first, she slept lots and lots, something she couldn't do in a violent home. But at Covenant House, her body was able to let its guard down. This was the first time in my life where I could just be a kid. Change didn't come overnight. Over the next four years, she would jump from couch to couch, program to program. But today, she works at Covenant House as a youth advocate, where the most important part of her job, she says, is to listen and offer encouragement. Sometimes it weighs on them really heavy, thinking about their past, thinking about now, what is their future, that they forget that, like, you're alive today. Rena says she's worked at Covenant House long enough to know that some kids won't make it through the winter. As for that Native man in the leather coat, to this day, she wonders if he was real or perhaps an angel watching out. But one thing she knows for sure, he saved her life. In Anchorage, I'm Rhonda McBride. Alaskans who want or need to change insurance are able to choose plans till January 15th during the Affordable Care Act's open enrollment period. The Affordable Care Act provides sliding scale subsidies that can help people pay for health insurance. Jennifer Brandt works for United Way of Matsu as a health care navigator. That means she helps people figure out what insurance plans might fit their or their family's needs. It's assistance that's free to Alaskans. She says it can help to talk to someone who knows the details of insurance plans in the state. Health insurance can be very confusing. And I can tell you not having it can be very expensive. If you get yourself in a situation, let's say that you break your leg and you don't have health insurance, and you are going to take a hit, a big hit on your finances. Having health insurance is having financial stability, in my opinion. Brant says generally most people can find a plan for under $10 a month with subsidies. And she says even people happy with their current plan should check to see if it will change next year. I worked with somebody yesterday. Her plan was $17 a month. It came in this year at $256 a month. Found her a better plan for $9 a month and the co-payments were cheaper. Alaskans who want new insurance to start January 1st need to pick a plan by December 15th, but the marketplace will be open until January 16th. Alaskans can get help with insurance choices by calling 211, reaching out to their local clinic, or by going to 211.org. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News.